I'm your host, Perry Lerner, and with me is Jesse. Hi. Because I just haven't felt like booking any guests. But shit that is coming up that is yeah. going to be... It's the guests. Goth Parents podcast. The Goth Parents. Um, but again, you do very little of the heavy lifting. You just sit here and talk to your wife. Okay. What? Uh, so if I'm not doing the heavy lifting, who's doing the heavy lifting here? I am. How? I'm the one promoting it. I'm the one posting it. I'm the one writing everything for it. You're... Okay, okay. I'm the one coming up with the ideas for it. I am the one who hosts it. All you do is put the equipment together. I put the equipment together. I export it. I upload it. You choose to do that. I know how to do that. Okay. You choose to do that. You've told me how. All right. The only thing I really need you to, like, show me again is the... um. Merging the music. Ah. That's the only thing I, I... That's right. I put the theme song on. Right. Well, but I everything else... this is growing up. But everything else I know how to do. Okay. Don't okay me. I hate when you do that. All right. <laughs> you know I'm right. <laughs> it's not that serious. Um, But yeah, anyway. But wait. Are you... So you're reading the book for the book club. Oh, yes, I am reading, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad my mom, mom died. died, yeah. I almost said I hope they serve beer in hell, that's not Definitely right. not, isn't that yeah. Tucker Max? Tucker Max, man, if anybody went from, like, huge celebrity to nothing, like, and probably smart for him, since all his books were basically, like, technically rape, the book. Yeah, really. Um... So are you doing that with me or should I get someone else? You haven't answered me yet. You shouldn't have just me for that one. Like I'm reading it because I want to read the book. Well, that's what I was asking. I, well, also like a parent perspective. Right. Uh, again, I could be involved, but you want to, the thing is you want to bring on other people who have podcasts because then you're merging their audience. True. But I never like, that's it. I think the thing about the difference between your podcast and my podcast is like, I am just happy to be putting this out. I don't really care who listens. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think if I cared, I'd like... I care a lot who listens. I wouldn't be like promoting it five days after I put it out. I care that not enough people listen. Yes. Well, you are trying to get exposure. I am just trying to have an outlet, another creative yeah. outlet. I so look down on people in their 30s trying to like become content makers, and that's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. It's like, but I've been, you know, I've been creative forever. KYGY2K. That's right. Go check it out. We're recording a Super Mario episode this weekend. Um, no, actually, for my workbook club, I'm reading a book that I think you would like. Uh-huh. Um, it's called Our Wives Under the Sea. It's interesting. Our wives under the our our wives. All right. Enunciate. Say this again. Our wives under the sea. Okay, I didn't. I didn't hear the letter V in that at all. Our. It's, I. I thought it was like some goofy name, like our eyes under the sea. <laughs> I was like, where's there a V? You and that northeast fucking accent. <laughs> Our wives under the sea. <laughs> Shut up. Um. But yeah, I think it's good. So um. 
so yeah, that's uh, so you started your new job today. Well, I started Monday. Well, no, true. You started your new job this week. Yeah. Um, um, onboarding stinks. Yeah, onboarding does stink. I always remember, like, whenever I start a new job, I have, like, uh, I'm woefully unconfident that I am yep. going to be able to fulfill the role. Um, I feel like I have imposter syndrome, 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 where I'm just, like, not. I feel like I'm not good at enough and this is beyond me and and then I get into the role and I do it and here I am like two years later at my company like wow there was a time I didn't know how to do this shit Mm -hmm. and you'll be there I know I hope so I don't know if that's how you're feeling but that's how I always feel when I get Uh, I'm just I'm in a fucking funk right now yeah you are I feel bad because there's really nothing I can say to help you out of it yeah you it's very hard to talk you out of funks it is. It is. Because, I don't know. I have an idea for myself in my mind, and then I don't live up to it, or the world treats me different than I... Mwah. Mwah. Exactly. Mwah. <laughs> Why not me? Mwah. What about me, me, me? Mm-hmm. Sorry. I didn't mean to belittle you. Well, you did it just fine. Without even <laughs> trying, no less. Kudos. Um... Yeah, that is also where you and I differ, where I, like, when I'm feeling down on myself, I, like, want you to bring me out of it. And because that's not what you want, you're like, I'm not going to sit here and do this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Much like how you handle my anxiety poorly, you handle it the way you want it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, I want to be brought up. I need to be told I'm amazing. Mm -hmm. And you're, I tell you you're amazing and you're just like, Shut up. No, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck would you know? You married me. Yeah. <laughs> Your judgment's loser. Um, I mean, I think you're kind of hitting, like, a bit of a creative slump, too. A little bit. But the problem is, I feel like the things I'm creating are just fine. They're just not getting the reaction I want. But I have an issue writing as much. Oh, no. I've been writing... The entire new chunk I've been working on, which is, like, ten minutes, is all new. Mm. Well, you just got... Finesse it. Well, I, 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 this is. Uh, I I I won't name names because they are friends of mine. Name, but like, name, no, I'm just kidding. But like the open mic I did last night, where nobody was doing particularly great, but like very close friends I have will go up, and they're people who get booked in the city, and like they're having halfway decent sets, but they're doing like, I so pay no attention to these people on stage and yet I know these jokes like that joke's six fucking years old why are you even bothering to tell that on stage but you've always had that mm. where like you thrive on creating new right that's content. what that's what I get out of this some people get you know people pay attention and clap for me and I get I get to write something new so maybe that's part of the acceptance is like okay because I'm always working on new things or things that aren't super buttoned up or, like, things that just, like, I'm not as familiar with. Like, that was creepy. Yeah. Um, was that the bunny? No, I think that was Emily, like, in her thing. Oh, okay. We just heard a creepy woman. <sighs> um, but, yeah, like, you can't, like, the, this is stuff they do because they know they're going to get a good reaction. Because uh-huh. they've been doing it forever. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that's, like, the trade-off. Right. I, I did talk about it's funny that I said this jokingly in a good mood 
of like, oh man, I realized a joke I was missing. I should fucking quit comedy because that was such a thing. Oh yeah. I, I have a joke about the girl I lost my virginity to dying six weeks later. And despite doing this joke over a year and literally having the lines of like, eh, what's the furthest someone ever went to not go on a second date with you? It never occurred to me until yesterday. Like, oh, fucking ghosting. Like, that that's perfect. <laughs> you think you know ghosting? <laughs> anyway, I'm Jesse Dram, KYGY2K Podcast. Hit your bartenders, bro. Yeah, but you also... Ooh, Jesse Dram, everybody. Rising best what? talent in the city. Oh, my God. You want to come back and do more? You want to come out and do more? Jess, come out here. Like, uh, actually, I wasn't prepared for this. Um, So, uh... I don't know. Uh, you know what was funny? I've talked... I uh, didn't do this on stage yet, because I don't think it's ready at all. Mm-hmm. But I was talking about how... Because uh, the current bit, I'm talking about bisexual women, and I'm taking the edgelord position. Like, I don't think they're actually attracted to women. And I had the idea of this, like... There is something about white men stating an opinion where it does feel like an audio, like, opening up a mosh pit. Like, there is just that notion, like, white guys here, let's open this fucking oh pit God. up. I got an opinion. Urgh, trans athletes. Oh like, it really does feel that. that That's that, funny, though. I mean, at least you're <coughs> self-aware. Yeah, because I'm not even trying to be aggro. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be a silly billy. Silly Billy. And nobody feels bad for bisexual women. They're the top of the food chain. Oh, yeah. That's that's <laughs> for sure. Um, Actually, so uh, that cult podcast I listened to, uh-huh. um, they did the cult of heterosexuality today. So, okay. So the idea of this cult, of this podcast is they're, they're not actual cults they're like the cult of reality mm-hmm. basically and things that we do every day that are like a little culty and it was about that and they had a gay woman on and first of all if this speaks to like i definitely have a type when it comes to women and i heard this woman's voice and i was like i feel like i would be into her and i looked her up but i was i definitely like more masculine women all right i gotta i i, I gotta see this bro um, her name is, wait, I gotta look. Hi, my name is Wiki Wiki. Je- oh. <laughs> Perry's lap is damp. I thought you were going to say, my name is Judge. Uh, <laughs> all right, what's her name? I gotta write here. I gotta look. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. That's what I said. I just said that. I said, hold on, I gotta look. Let's see, who is the handsomest man to me? Okay, Ashley Gavin. Ashley Gavin. Um... But anyway, so they, I'll let this load. She's a little butch. She's a little butch. Yeah, I like. She's the, cute though. Yeah, I like more masculine women. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I've shown you this before. There's uh, the one ref for AEW. Oh, Aubrey, yeah. Yeah, Aubrey Edwards. She's, again, it kind of, butchy, there's a little, there's just something like goony about her and especially like you see her without the makeup she is so fun to watch Raph oh yeah no she is didn't expect that yeah no eh, bikini shot showed up but like yeah like that's just like oh yeah that's like softball city you know um but anyway oh the bikini is ref stripes I didn't notice that oh that's funny clever um so anyway this cold podcast so they're doing so they have this woman on who's gay and they're talking about like sexuality in general 
And uh, they were talking about how, like, like all the biphobia. And she was, like, saying her girlfriend's bi, which mm-hmm. her girlfriend's, like, hot in a very conventional way. Okay. Um, I looked her up, too. Uh, but it was interesting, like, hearing about that from, like, a lesbian woman because that is, like, a big thing of, like, a lot of people. Like, a lot of pe- queer people are, like, anti-bi. Okay. Um... You gotta like go to her Instagram. No. Yeah, like, sorry, we're looking up Ashley Gavin. Uh, apparently she has a uh, special coming out on YouTube on the twenty third. Mm. So I'm gonna, I might check that out because they were pretty funny. But they were the ones who were discussing like the plight of like. She's a New York comic. I'll fucking get her down here for a show. Let's make this happen, baby. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's her girlfriend. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she's pretty hot. She's a cutie. Um, the, but yeah, she, she was the one they were discussing the play of comedy and like how you're always just mad about, you know, oh, this person hasn't been doing it as long and they're like getting ahead of me and like, mm-hmm. yeah, they might be great because they're getting seen, but like I did a really great set at this like unknown location where no one was and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I was like, wow, this whole conversation sounds very familiar mm-hmm. but yeah it was interesting them talking about like how like bi people aren't really accepted in queer spaces mm-hmm. frequently but what was an interesting take on that was that she was saying but like bi people are going to be the one to move like the queer movement forward because they're the ones kind of more infiltrated in straight yeah. culture they're definitely more normy, which means they have more steak also like many people are already in relationship like straight relationships with bi people Mm -hmm. so like you are by default forced to deal with a queer person i'm bi by default you're bi by default no but i do hate that being said i do i'm not a fan of oh my god am i bi because i married you uh, well i was not quite that but similar notion i do gotta change my plans i don't like when like straight men because it's more often straight men, right? They uh, they feel that they that they think they're in a queer relationship because their partner is bi. Oh yeah, and it's like <laughs> that is not. A look, queer look up all of West Philly, where it's like a fucking a a a, a mask and a femme person. Usually, the weirdest thing about them is they're wearing glasses and they're like, "We're a queer couple." Yeah, we like, have we have missionary sex and. <laughs> yeah, and like it can get like fudgy. Like I'm not here to like say who's allowed to take that label and who's allowed who isn't but i will definitely say that straight men who are in a relationship with a bi cis woman mm-hmm. cannot say they are in a queer relationship right and as we discussed before i've dated a lot of bi girls and i think it's just like i like a little bit of a challenge i like a girl who's gonna give me shit which and i think that does happen more with uh I, i've noticed bi girls are just a little more like take charge mm-hmm. kind interesting of. But even you said when you were, like, young and in high school, like, your friend's house was the place where, like, the kids were allowed to party, but, you know, be cool, don't be an asshole. And your friend was a little bit of a pushover, so there would be, like, kids who came and be like, I'm gonna go meet up with my boyfriend. And your friend was like, no, please don't. And you were like, yo, you're gonna fuck this up for a stop. Wait, but I don't think that has anything to do with me being bi. I'm not saying it necessarily does. All I know is... It's just is a correlation you've noticed. That is a trait I like about you. It's a trait I'm very attracted to. It's a trait I've seen in 
many women I've dated, and they all happen to be bisexual. So it's correlation, not causation. Sure. Um, well, that was the other interesting thing that they were saying, um, that, uh, like, they were talking about how, like, a lot of, like, particularly bi women get a lot of shit because it's like, well, you're just going to end up with a straight guy anyway. And, like, the the uh, gay woman was talking about how, well, it's just by First of all, it makes, like, it's easier for bi women to right. be with sheer, men. Num- sheer numbers. There's exactly. way more heterosexual men. Exactly. There's also, like, a lot of lesbians do not like bi women. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the other thing they were saying, the host is bi of this. And the other thing that she was saying is, like, it does feel like a why pick an oppressive lifestyle as well. Like, right. where you're going to be, like, a target. Mm-hmm. You know, like, obviously you can't choose to be gay or straight. But, like, you can be bi and choose to be straight presenting. All right. Well, you know what? Maybe this is... So, like I said... I don't know if my parents, like, officially know I'm bi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hi, <laughs> I'm bi. I, I think they know. All right. But so we've never, like... I, I, I'm going to get a little bit into the bit I've been doing then about uh, it's just all about that. I've dated a bunch of bisexual women. My wife is bisexual. And there are things I'm saying in here that are 100% jokey, but they are perceptions. So maybe they're worth unpacking. Uh, by the way, I make the joke that uh, I said my wife's bisexuality affects me as much as her blood type. Like maybe someday <laughs> in an emergency, I'll get a benefit out of it. But mainly, my daughter's going to inherit it, and that's the thing. <laughs> but uh, I, 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 so it turned into a joke, but it did come from a real thought, which is I have always wondered if bisexual women they don't seem attracted to women in the same way that I am. Now that's a difference between male sexuality and female sexuality. But just like it does feel like a lot. It, it, there's, there's and a, we've discussed this. Yeah, there's there's a flightiness. To female bisexuality, where it's like the, the the joke I made on stage, like if a bisexual woman doesn't get pussy, what's she gonna do? She's just gonna go fuck a fuck a dude. If a straight dude doesn't get pussy, he shoots up a fucking church. Like there's yeah. a there's a difference in like the the needs and wants here. A yeah. Little bit. Um. Well, also like I think what like women are generally looking for in a in an office like that you know in a partner like they place the emphasis on other things than that like i don't well, know I'm even talking, with like I'm, checking out guys i'm not like ooh, like yeah that dick okay <laughs> like, I, well, that, that's what i was gonna say i wasn't I, I was talking from a pure attraction and that's what i'm talking about base, as opposed to relationship like no 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 you, that's like I, you know how fucking men are like god damn like and that's right that's our response we will we will stop in the middle of a fucking highway to look at a fucking ass going by but part of me wonders if it's not so much right and we can only speak from our experience everything else is just like Mm -hmm. assumptions but part of me wonders if it's not so much the way guys are with sexuality um like the way the person perceiver is uh-huh. than like the receiver like i feel like women in general are going to be more objectified um and looked at from a physically attractive standpoint mm-hmm. similarly regardless of whether the person saying it is a man or a woman okay do you see what i mean 
Right. Because I think a lot of lesbians would also be like, oh, wow, that's a that's a great ass. But like, I don't. Yeah, that, that's what I'm curious about. Do lesbians see jiggling tits and just have like a mustache? I think they can. Okay. I think. I'm not a lesbian. Also, uh-huh. I hate the term bi. Like, we need to come up with a better one. Mm-hmm. Halfy. Um. <laughs> Much better. Thank you, honey. I actually heard a very interesting thing of uh, a male comic who said, like, I'm, I'm not bisexual, but I don't think I'm entirely heterosexual. And the way he actually put it, he's like, I have sex with women. I fall in love with men. Oh, I've heard. And not even romantic, but, like, his strong relationships are all with men and women he like yeah you know like i love my baby mom but like there's nothing like oh she's the greatest person like i have that for like dudes where it's like he's just so fucking amazing well they talked about that on the podcast too about guy love you should listen to this episode it's pretty guy love bro love yeah bro love it's pretty interesting and they talk about like male relationships and um but yeah i don't um i was Definitely thinking of something before you started talking about that. This is marriage. Never have a thought to yourself again. Also having a baby. You're just like, what the fuck is my brain mm-hmm. thinking? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. Uh, lesbians like butts. Lesbians like butts. Um, boobs. Boobs. Yeah, like, I'm never going to look at a girl. Like, if I look at a girl and say, like, oh, she has nice boobs, it is totally from, like, a non-sexual perspective. Right. And I have that with dudes. I've seen men that I find, like, very handsome. But usually it's like, eh, I look a little. I-, I wish I looked a little more like that. There was a guy who, uh, back when we did indie film, there was a guy who was, like, the star of a few movies. That was probably the only real, like, guy crush I ever had. And it was never, like... It, the the feeling wasn't like, ooh, I want to kiss him. It was like, I, I, sh- I sure hope he likes me and wants to, you know, get a beer sometime. <laughs> Tee oh, I'll just die if he doesn't. Oh, my God. I had it again and then I lost it. Ugh. Oh, I remember. Um, That is, like, the difference with, like, me that, like, I feel like other bi people do, like, do differently sometimes well and straight people do it differently too let's be real but like with you i am like like i'm just like a monogamous person Mm. like it's not like oh i feel unfulfilled because like i am not like tapping into that part of my sexuality i mean mean, you mean you ain't tapping that maybe (laughs) it took me long enough to remember this thought can you not interrupt me sorry so like oh my god what the fuck Oh, so, like, I know, I mean, I can't speak for how I feel in 10 years, you know, like, Mm -hmm. maybe. But I don't think it'd just be like, oh, I'm interested in a woman. I think it'd be like, I'm interested in another person. Mm -hmm. Um, And it would likely just be a woman because, like, I already have a dude. But I. (laughs) You hear that, dudes? I, um, I don't know. That could be incorrect as well. Get, get. You're still doing it. it. Not wanted. Oh, I'm making things entertaining while you struggle to look for your words? Gotcha. No, I wasn't struggling. <laughs> I was struggling before that because I couldn't fucking remember what I was saying and you keep interrupting me. Yeah. So, but I feel like a lot of bi women who are in relationships, like, want that open part, you know? like. Oh, you think that's, like, the norm, you think? 
I kind of think so. Huh. I kind of get that. That. I definitely think with other, if a bi woman is with a, another woman, also they like to have be able to have sex with men. Oh, I have heard. Yeah, I have heard many. Uh, so my dude friends that are on the handsomer side that really like get around. They usually, so we all know there's the devil's threesome and then there's the threesome threesome, but I would say the angel's threesome is even further. A devil's threesome being, of course, two dudes, one girl. Regular threesome being two girls and a dude. And an angel's threesome being a fucking dude and a lesbian couple. And that happens more often than you would think. Because le- le- lesbian, the, lesbian. Like, I, I just mean a, a woman, like on a woman, woman and a woman. Like they could be bisexual very often. So my uh, buddy John Curry, he won't mind me talking about him. I was gonna say maybe don't name names. He will be proud of this. He was living down in Louisiana, and he met a cute girl at the bar, and she was married to another girl, and they all piled into bed together, and fucking John knocked up the by one, and then she came back to Jersey with him. Oh, God. So that's one of his baby mama. Yeah. One of several baby mamas. One of several baby mamas. Shout Wait, so John she Curry. left her wife? She left her wife. Why? Her, her, her military wife to go to New Jersey. Why? I don't know. Because I guess she wasn't that bisexual. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Did they have like a relationship after? John and her? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they were together for a while. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I mean like after the, like, the threesome. I think. I don't. I don't. Know I don't know. It just seems odd to be like, okay, we had this like consensual like. I gotta hit him up. Like consensual, uh, like threesome out like out that involves someone like who isn't a part of our marriage. I got pregnant from them, so I'm gonna go be with that person and leave like the person. I'm. I don't know. That's just. Odd I don't think me. it was a great relationship to begin. I guess. With. Well, I guess. That's just odd to me. Um, but yeah, no, he, he seems to get around. Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess you're not. Like, I don't know. I feel like if you want to be with one person, like, the gender doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think, like, just like you, I assume you don't want to be with another woman. No. So it's like. So why should I, like, want to be with it? Like, you're you're satisfied. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong when people, like, do want to pursue someone else. But, like, you're satisfying, like, pretty much all of my needs. Yeah. Same. Pretty much. Same. Same. <laughs> I have, again, I, I have the man thing, which is the uh, the old the old Coolidge effect, which is no matter how happy we are, we're, we're, we're going to look a little. Uh, you, you know, Look, the, but not wonder, right? right? You know what the Coolidge effect is, right? No. So, attributed to Calvin Coolidge and his wife. Uh, the th- I assumed. The story goes that Calvin Coolidge and his wife were both going on a tour of a farm. And the wife went first and said something like, Oh, you, you said that uh, the cow mates how many times oh, a year? Oh, this sounds familiar. Yeah, like the, 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 yeah the, the bull mates 300 times a year. She says... You make sure that uh, Mr. Coolidge hears that. And then they told Mr. Coolidge, he's like, yeah, is it always with the same cow? Like, well, no. Like, you make sure Mrs. Coolidge hears that. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that. Um, but you have said, and I don't know if it's still true, that, like, ever since you had been with me, you, like, weren't really attracted to anyone else. I'm really not, like, beyond, like, a cursory 
physical, like, hey, look at that. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I'm not. Uh, women, like, yeah, I have not met any women that is even a little bit, like, tempted. Yeah. Because you're, you're, pretty, you're pretty cool. No, oh, thanks, baby. I think, I mean, I always think that, like, on both of our ends, it's good we don't work in an office. Yeah, because I, well, you know what it is? Every time I got, like, work husbanded, I got a little, like, indignant over it. Like, I'm a single man. Just fuck me, dummy. I don't want to, I don't want to be your work husband. I, but that's the thing is, like, work husbands, like, don't need to be, like, it's not a sexual thing. Right. It's not a sexual thing. But even, I don't know. I I think my work wives were just always fucking train wrecks. And I just didn't want any part of that. Well, of course... I had a work wife. I didn't have a work husband. Mm-hmm. I had a work wife. And then I think she got... She got weird when we started dating. That's right. Yeah, I forgot Thanks about that. Thanks for keeping the seat warm for me, honey. We, yeah. were like, we were like best friends <coughs> at work. And then like she just completely like pushed me away. And that was like a real bummer. Because I like mm. felt it happen. And now I never talk to her. Um, I mean, I knew she had like a little thing for me. I, mm. But like, yeah. But she, like, I loved her. She was great. She was, like, definitely my best friend at work. And it, it, that's, that sucks when that happened. And that's when, sec- when like, attraction can get weird, too, at work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Not that, like, you necessarily, like, cheat when you're at work. But, like, there's certainly, it, it's a little harder to develop relationships outside right if you don't if if there's not forced proximity yes especially when you're working like eight hours a day with someone um no instead we're around each other 24 7 that's right until we die oh god yeah you know what i think actually really helps for me is that the main place i see other women is doing comedy and they tend to be younger which you know while that can have benefits you know i don't have the fucking patience for the mind of a fucking 23 year old. But, uh, the fact that there's also just like, I'm not going to get that close just because you know why? Because there are 20 dudes there that are actually actively trying to fuck. And even before me, you were not interested in like, that's not like a, I'm married. Like that's not going to happen. Like you, I remember you telling me like you never hooked up with any female comics. Yeah. Well, you know what I think part of it is, is I think, by nature, they're not very demonstrative. You see, you and I would go out and be at shows and, like, you know, we'd, like, fucking kiss, even just, like, the most casual thing ever. There are uh, comedy couples I have known who have been together for years, and I've never seen them so much as hold hands. Interesting. What do you think that's about? It's the hilarious thing is I'm sure part of it is just, like, we're, we're like, almost kind of at work right now. I don't want to put that out. And then go on stage, like, so my boyfriend came in my eye last night. So have you found that with, like, couples that, like, aren't both comedians that that is the case as well? Or is it just... Actually, now that I think about it, we just might be extra demonstrative. I don't... I can't think of any couples I know that I've seen kiss. Really? Yeah. I mean, Kara and Corey, but I was officiating their wedding when I saw (laughs) it, so... Do you think we're, like, PDA? We might be. We might be. We're little kissers. I don't know. I know we hold hands a lot. We do. Oh, yeah, our bunny is snoring very loudly. Snorry Rory. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean we like we like touching each other. Mm-hmm. And you said you weren't like that. I made you into no, that. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I'm trying to think. 
No. I'm trying to think. I would remember more, like, if I said it, that it's it's true. No, I was definitely never, like, one for, like, affection. Mm-hmm. Um, but even at the beginning of our relationship, if you recall, I really had to think about it with you. I had to, like, think about... I don't know oh, if yeah, you remember you had to me be, saying yeah, that. You like, I'd saying, be like, oh, he's I touching me. I guess I should touch him. Okay, now I'm touching him. Okay, now what do I do? Like Touching it, completed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it, it then became more natural. But, like, yeah, in the beginning, I was just like... Because I also didn't think of, like, oh, he's just touching me because he wants to. It felt more... Not that... To me, the idea of touching was like, oh, he's touching me because he wants me to touch him. Oh. As your hand is on my leg. So Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh, okay, I guess I should, (laughs) you know, put my hand on his thigh. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is what he wants. This is why he's doing it. I'm like, as I got to know you, I'm like, oh, no, you're just like a touchy person and you just like want to uh, have that physical contact. Yeah. Um, which is cute. That's why I love you. Aww. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, KYGY2K. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Three Ninjas episode coming out next week. Three nin. What the fuck, cats? Okay, all these animals need to stop making crazy yeah, noises. Yeah, it's fucking. I'm like not into it. Rooting, tooting up there. Um, wait, what are Three Ninjas? Uh, Three Ninjas is a kids movie. That's literally like the Karate Kid meets uh, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I've never heard of that. It's the early nineties. It, it wasn't good. Oh, also, is anyone the, in it? Well, the the fun thing is uh, talk about goth mom. I made myself bleed during this podcast. Hell yeah. Um, it's funny because it's like three boys and their Japanese grandfather uh, teaches them martial arts during the summer. None of the boys are Japanese, and they never explain that. Oh God. Um, I don't think anybody famous is in it, but uh. Yeah, it's fun though. They made they made four movies, and the fourth one stars Hulk Hogan wearing a wig, so like a full head of hair, Hulk Hogan. Do you think like that's a popular enough movie to like draw people P- in? Kid uh, boys who were my age, yeah, that was that was a very big one. Mm, okay, maybe that's the problem. I'm not a boy. Yeah, it was. It's more. It's more like everybody would remember the first one. Uh, I you know I'd almost put it just like the sports ones were really good. Um. You know, it's funny. We, we did them so early. I should do a whole other episode in the Sandlot. Like, mm. everybody loved that movie. They'd be good for baseball season. You ha- you introduced me to that. But like I said, that was my... Every kid has the movie they watch until the VHS tape breaks. And the Sandlot was like my brother's. Wait, was it the Sandlot or Bad News Bears that we watched? We definitely watched Bad News Bears. Okay. But they're like 20 years apart and very <laughs> different. Which is the one con, with the con, girl? They, con, conspicuously during the Sandlot, nobody calls their teammate the N word because because oh. it was 1993. Wait, what's the young? But it took place in the 50s, where it probably would have happened. What's the? Oh, Tatum O'Neill is she? Yes, in? Tatum O'Neill okay, is Walter Matthau's stepdaughter, and his team stinks, and she has a good arm on her. Um, I. Oh, by the way, that podcast i was talking about earlier i should probably give him a shout out because i talked about it so much it sounds like a cult actually it's really funny how i found that podcast so i listened to my favorite murder like i follow them on instagram and one day they posted like we will not be moving forward with sounds like a cult adding sounds like a cult to our um like our network network thank you and i was like oh shit what happened like you know i wanted the gossip and uh 
then I ended up just finding a podcast that I liked instead. Oh, did you not like why that happened? You ever find out? No, it sounded like some legal something. I don't know if like someone was threatening to sue them or mm. I don't know what happened, but like legally neither neither podcast is allowed to talk about it. Mm. But there was like some speculation on Reddit. Interesting. Yeah. Um the one girl like grew up I think her dad grew up in a cult. Mm. Um but yeah, they're fun. I got speaking of new podcasts and cults, um, there's a podcast called Behind the Bastards. Okay. That uh there's some things about it I don't like. I feel like there's a lot of modern podcasts where it's like they're trying to do the last podcast on the left formula where one person's doing all the research. And then the other people are reacting. But mm. if those people aren't world-class comedians and uh, improvisers, a lot of their react and be like, what? Are you kidding? Yeah. For three fucking bad. hours. It was so bad. But they did. And uh, for what it's worth, the last podcast, even though Marcus does all of the research, like, like uh, Henry and Ben know what they're talking about going into it. Right. Like they're able to make like additional commentary, not just like reacting exactly um but behind the bastards did an episode on josh duggar of the duggars oh god of 25 kids and counting or whatever and i knew a lot about that but one thing i didn't know is that like josh duggar was literally like being groomed to be like the evangelical president one day oh and instead he ended up molesting his sisters but talking about the quiverful movement which is literally it's hilarious when a lot of the far right is like the left wants to allow immigrants because they want to make immigrants voters. And then they have 19 fucking kids solely for the person of uh, purpose of A, voting, and B, oh, fighting God. for Christ in the apocalypse. That's crazy. Quiverful? Quiverful. Comes, like a quiver, like an arrow? Like an arrow, because it comes from a line in the Bible, blessed is the man whose uh, quiver is full of offspring. Speaking of weird things, I also heard about this on the podcast. Have you heard of soaking? Yes, Mormons. I never heard of that before. What the fuck? Even the name's kind of gross, but I know a little extra about it. So soaking, for those of you unaware, is uh, if you are a good Christian boy or girl, but you want to fuck another good Christian boy or girl, what you need to do is there's uh, there's a loophole because God makes mistakes. Uh, it reminds me of the uh, the um, uh, Garfunkel, Garfunkel and Oates. Yeah. yeah. So basically, soaking is you put an erect penis into a vagina and then you don't move. But you know what? They made a good point. You have to thrust to get it in. Yeah, right away. So you've already lost. But I've also heard that if you maybe if you want to collaborate with another couple to not be sinners. Uh, they will literally jump on the bed for you to get some motion going on. How is this a loophole? Well, it, it's made up for one. No, thing. I understand, like, but like, how do they? Like, you could argue the butt. Not, not technically sex. You could argue the butt. Because it's like, okay, well, like you're not, you're not. I mean, it's a dumb argument, but even that one makes more sense. This is like, okay, but you're still like yeah. penetrating vagina. Yeah. So you know, pop and cherry. You know what's funny to think about. You know what the first person said who was looking for the butt loophole? What? That person said, what? What? In the butt? <laughs> question mark? That was a great philosophical question of our time. Um, yeah, I... 
Yeah, people. I don't. Are but I just stupid. don't get how that's a loophole. Even thirteen or fourteen year olds, you would think like, Duh, I'll I'll pull a fast one on God. I'll let him fuck my ass instead. Does God like not see you if you're not moving? Well, you know what the funny thing is is if we go by God caring a lot about gay people and sodomy in general, God's got a closer eye on your butthole than your vagina. Um, all of this Mormonism and yeah. butthole and homosexuality r- reminds me, like, we definitely need to watch Angels in America. I've been saying that for pretty much as long as we've been dating. Okay. But in it, Patrick Wilson is a repressed homosexual Mormon. Ah. And he is married to Mary Louise Parker. It really is hilarious that, like, so, you know what the, the really funny thing is there are schools of thought. I do not know ancient languages, so I'm not sure exactly how this is. But there are schools of thought that say the whole thing against homosexuality, which is, uh, I believe, in Deuteronomy, you shall not lie with a man as with woman. Mm -hmm. There are people who believe that that entire thing is based on a mistranslation. And the thing that makes much more sense is that it doesn't say do not lie with man as you lie with woman. It says do not lie with children. Yeah. And yeah, not fucking children, although, you know, there's so much of the Bible that is in favor of that. But not fucking children, most people can get behind. Um, I told you the other thing that I have heard is that uh, a theory is that, like, they used to think back then, back in ancient times, that you had a limited amount of semen. Right. So that, like, why you, you couldn't waste it, which is also why you couldn't masturbate. But it's not that mm-hmm. it was like, oh, my God, this is a sinful. It's like, okay, but you need to save it for procreating. Right. It was a... Uh, it's, it's Literally, if you go back to, like, the 40s and 50s in this country, the notion of homosexuality, it's not... Well, for biblical times, there's nothing resembling a homosexual two men love each other relationship. Mm-hmm. But uh, you go back to the 40s or 50s, the whole idea is it's not that they're men fucking each other. It's that they're so sex obsessed, they just need to fuck everything. Mm, yeah. It's like they're deviants. They can't control themselves. Oh, God. Yeah, the Bible's weird. K-O-G-Y-2-K. We do a few episodes on chapters of the Bible. Pretty funny. Oh, that was old. Yeah. Old school. Old Testament, in fact. Yeah. How come you stopped that? That was interesting. Uh, Says the girl who didn't listen to it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so what happens is as you go through the Bible. Uh, you become more Christian. The 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 stories that people know are very front loaded. Mm. And then as you get further into it, like I was getting it because I was trying to cover every chapter. And then you get the chapters where 90% are all like begat, 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 begat. And every now and what again, begat? like, and Zarathustra begat such and such. Wow. And just long stories with like no actual stories you're familiar with. But because uh, everyone just reads the first few pages of every book and then yeah like adam and eve I'm good. yeah i got uh, it all right moses sexuality uh, is a sin let's let's forget about this shellfish part and eat sodom shellfish. and gomorrah noah gotcha interesting jonah and the whale mm-hmm. yeah that was fun it was just you know what it was i didn't want the whole podcast to be that and it would have to be mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah true so I still, I, I genuinely found the story of Dinah to be shocking. The story of Dinah? Who's in the kitchen with that, that That's same right. chick? Um, so Dinah is the one that a, a priest 
uh, no, not a priest, a prince, is taken with her and rapes her. But he likes her so much, he goes to the dad and be like, hey, rape your daughter. Uh, can I marry her? Oh, God. And the dad's like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> he says, but here's the thing. You and your people Always all... Always a but. Especially in Christianity. It's a loophole. Um, says, but you have to join our religion, and that means all the men of your house need to get circumcised. Which we... So ju- are they Jewish? Well, uh, well, I mean, Dinah's family was. Yeah. Dinah, okay. Dinah was the daughter of Abraham. Oh, I, I okay. But, uh... Shows what I remember from Hebrew school. Wait, was it Abraham or Levi? I don't know. But point is, yeah, they're, they're Jewish. And again, just the absurdity. Try to... What is anybody getting the lesson out of this? Like, imagine today if your buddy came to you like, all right, so long story short, I raped this girl, and now you need to get your dick snipped, Cousin Jesse. Like, wait, fucking what? But they go along with it. His whole house gets circumcised. And then while they're recuperating oh from the circumcision, Dina's brothers comes and Dinah. fucking kills all of them. Oh, that's funny. And the, da- and the dad is mad at the son saying, like, people will curse the Jews now and say we're not of our word. And, like, you're going to let our, adult- our sister be treated like a whore, you know? Oh, wow. So they were, like, avenging her. Exactly. Wow, good for them. Well, I'm sure it was also in a, you know... We had we had a we had a good uh, a good price of sheep Rory. lined up. Oh, she looked away. Wait, but Abraham just like sold his daughter out. He's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, and this is supposedly the the person God chose to be like the best. Here, I need to find out if it was actually. Abraham's. Someone's in the kitchen with Dinah, Leah, Jacob's daughter. Oh, the only daughter. I said of Leah. Jacob it's definitely Leah. Leia. Uh huh. I don't know why I said Leah. But I think Leah might be Abraham's daughter. Wait, look it up. Look up who Leah is. All right, hold Click. on. Leah. Jacob's first wife. Oh. No, I think it would be... It's all it's all patriarchy, so Jacob's probably the son of Abraham. Well, no, there's always... Oh, son... Grandson of Abraham. Well, because there's always... A... Son of Isaac. Sarah... Wait, it's Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, and Leah... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Those names are always said together, and I don't know why. <sighs> I don't know. I'm a bad Jew. All right. On that note, anything else? Nah. Eh, whatever. I'm, I, I'm looking at Rory's full dewlap. Aw, she's so out, busty. Checking out boots. She is. She's a busty girl. Uh, for people wow. who don't know, rab- female rabbits have a basically like a big uniboob. <laughs> but uh, it's it's actually just fur, and the idea is it's so they can tear out fur from their chest to make a nest for that's their young. That's all fur? That's not like... Yeah, that's all fur. Like, I mean, some of it is, like, fat underneath, but, yeah, our lady rabbit, who's, whose husband died recently, she's just rocking a big old dewlap uniboob. Do you think she's had babies before? Uh, we discussed this. It, the only reason I would say no is uh, she doesn't have prominent nipples. Mm. Like, if you've ever seen a dog that's ever had babies, those fucking nipples don't go back. I haven't. Oh, don't tell me that. That's going to be my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, goth mom. Goth mom. Bye. Get your nipples longered. Ew. Get your nipples longered and dye them black. Ew. Bow, 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 bow.